What's up, everyone? Thanks for joining us for another really fun episode of Behind the Bar. I'm your host, Chandler Phillips, and with me, as always, is our bartender, James Beery. What's going on? And today, we are talking about uh, improv. Yeah, uh, well, kind of, because so we're doing an episode where we've done an episode about improv and an uh, episode of what? Of Was That in Good Taste found everywhere that you can find podcasts on Fridays at 8 a.m. And you can find this everywhere on Mondays at 8 a.m. We uh, we uh, we improv the drink. Yeah, so we did our, our episode on, on improv. And we improv a drink completely from scratch, just like going back and forth saying, and add this, and add this, and it goes in this glass, and we're throwing this garnish. And what we came up with, I'm kind of impressed with us. Me, I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be bad. Like, we each kind of... So we, we each kind of did like our own little I got a gun part of improv, <laughs> I think. And honestly, we made the gun work. Yeah. So I feel like we should kind of, you know, talk about what's in it, but we should do it the kind of the way. So like um, you have the recipe. I don't remember the recipe, but so, if I'm correct. I think I started off. No, no, no. I started off with the base would be. Oh, yeah. What was that? And I said, let's do. But actually, no, 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 no. You're right. You started. Oh it yeah, off. I was. You like, had the the Schweppes. Oh yeah. So I was like, okay, we're gonna yes and, which we're gonna find more about listening to the podcast, of course. Where I started, and I said the base is gonna be these Schweppes, grape, uh, ginger ale. Well, you know, some people say Schweppes, some people say Schweppes. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> a convert. I used to say Schweppes, or I used to say Schweppes, but then I've looked at the label a little bit closer and got real self-critical and thought, you know what, maybe it is Schweppes. Anyway, they got a grape ginger ale, and it's really dynamic. Like, you can mix it with a dark liquor, a light liquor, somewhere in between. Um, I said, all right, we, we're starting with this. Let's do Bacardi Light. And of course, me being me, I was like, what? That sounds like fun. That means uh, instead of ice, we should use frozen fruit that i froze myself i cut some peaches i had in my this is what i do i have blueberries peaches pineapple a, a classic like tropical f- smoothie mix yeah I, you know I, I i take them i buy the fruits i cut them up i do that so that we i can have uh you know smoothies i thought it'd be fun to do instead of ice and this guy over here with th- with, the, with the glass choice i thought that was pretty interesting i well even before that so we did the you did the fruits, and then I said we should probably throw in some bitters, right? Like, that would be the next logical choice. And I picked Bolivar. Bolivar. Bit, uh, what From go- the Bitter Cube, mm-hmm. which was which is uh, prune bitters with uh, chamomile and jasmine. See, I thought the chamomile would go real good with the ginger, and the jasmine would go real good with the fruitiness of the grape and the, and the tropical fruits that you got in there. And I- the glass I grabbed was something that's like... What it's it's not a porter, it's a it's a type of glass you would have with like a really dark. Do you know? Do you know, right do you know Duval? Duval. Duval is um. Duval. It's like a <laughs> Duval. 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 Boy, it's, Duval. it's a it's a it's a Belgian beer. Oh, actually, yeah, with a white that. label uh-huh. and red. This is the glass. It even has a little line on it to tell you where to pour it. There's a little indentation on the bottom for the correct carbonation to give you the correct amount of head when you pour it into the glass. So it's kind of like a bulb glass with a flare on the top. It's like it's got a like a wine stem that's just like an inch tall and then the rest of it is yeah. is that bulb with the tiny flare 
on yes. top. I thought that looks tropical enough, yeah. but still would hold a lot of fluids and stuff. Then I threw in the, I was like, well, I need a garnish. I was like, fuck, salivary stock. Yeah, that one, that one I was a little thrown off. And then by. I threw the salivary stock. I swear I did it because I felt like you would be like, man, oh my God. But it's not, it's not that crazy. It's not that Bloody crazy. Marys. And it's also like, it doesn't take over a drink. But usually, uh, so what threw me off is usually you use a celery stock for something that like requires more continual stirring and is also a more savory beverage. See, we were clearly going with a fruity flavor profile here. And you were like, well, let's just throw in some more plants. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. I'm vegan. Okay. Get that shit out of my face. Okay, eat your leaves or whatever. And I was thinking, okay, celery's weird, but I can work with that. What if we threw in something a little a little more for aromatics oh god and so i said i have a gun no. <laughs> he did though oh my lord uh i said let's let's add in a little bit of szechuan ground szechuan peppercorns which i found that out recently you already knew this you were the one who told me about the szechuan peppercorns it doesn't really have a distinct flavor but it's a numbing effect mm-hmm. that amplifies other flavors yes right it's very savory um it works well with spice but it, it's very the, the effect of it's very numbing which in the szechuan region that's what they they like to use the hunan region will use the peppercorns but they they it's a different kind of spice hunan is burning szechuan is numbing mm. You know, that's, it, that's the differential between the type of spice in the regional area. It also kind of helped that I'm wearing my Rick and Morty socks for the, oh, for the oh Szechuan Lord. peppers. Oh, boy. Um, this is completely serendipitous, oh, but God. I'm glad it happened. You know, but the thing that got me is you did that. And I was like, I, you know, my first thought was, to be honest. You're like, what the fuck? I was thinking to myself, I'm about to fuck him up now. I'm about to go, man, some star Annie's fucking. I'm about, I was literally going to fucking go ham sandwich. But I was just like, no, it's time to wrap it up. It's time to wrap it up. You, you didn't want to just one up the yes. I, I you did want, though. I, see, I wanted to go. I wanted to go complimentary to the to the celery. Oh, I but wanted still to hit take you. center stage. When he said peppercorns, my first thought was, I want to get the oil out of a of a, uh, I wanted to get the oil out of a habanero pepper. Oh fuck off! <laughs> you know. So now we have this here, this really fruity drink in a bulb. You know, uh, two point. <laughs> two, oh yeah you uh, did you said I, I was very specific you wanted two and one third of an ounce of bacardi, of, of bacardi in there so 2.33333 i don't know why i said that i just thought it was specificity and humor because you're hella extra you know but so now we've done that of course i think about bacardi i've decided i'd love i've been learning and reading about bacardi and this is not really like a bacardi episode but it's super interesting what they do they um Bacardi is like uh, kind of interesting what they do. They age it in like ba- it's like an age. Is it really an aged clear spirit? Yes, but like barely. And then uh, the most aged one is clear <laughs> because I forget which one it is. It's the the extra nut. So the gold mm-hmm. gets color from aging. No shit. I always like thought barely, it was like, but it's like flavor. But it's like barely. Mm-hmm. And then the most expensive uh, Bacardi is aged, but then it's triple filtered. To remove the oh. color, just like uh, a, a tequila we haven't talked about yet, the Herodora, uh Ultra Añejo, which is a similar kind of thing where mm. they filter through charcoal to remove the color. The Bacardi has been aged briefly for like three months. You know, it's super interesting. And 
the cocktail is fun. This is this is the kind of thing that we should do more often. Yo, this one kind of kind of goes like you got that fruitiness on the initial, but the aromatics to it really give it a more earthy herbal mm. kind of setting. So it's not like overly sweet. And then you also get to snack on the fruit that's dethawed by the time you finish your drink. I'm going to tell you one of the things I like the most is kind of like the celery. I cut it short on purpose because I kind of was like, fuck, the peppercorns, I want them to be in the drink. I thought it'd be funny, but i kind of happy because the peppercorns going into the mixture of a grape ginger ale and like a, a rum, it actually kind of gives it a savoriness, yeah. but it's not overpowering. It's nice. It's herbal. It's- well, that's what I went for was I wanted something that was earthy and herbal, but didn't um, didn't try to compete with the flavors, but rather just undercut some of the sweetness. And so I thought Szechuan pepper would help kind of kind of um, undercut it without completely destroying the structure of that sweet, fruity cocktail. Now, I'll say, you know, before we wrap it up and kind of rate this cocktail, which is a random cocktail, which, of course, you're going to see in the show notes right here under the episode, wherever you find podcasts. Or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash habit of wellness is the main reason I thought this would be really cool is to kind of make a point to people that like sometimes we find recipes, we, we follow traditional recipes, but you don't have to. Recipes can just be whatever you like. It's true. Usually on, on this show in particular, we like to do like, oh, a traditional old fashioned or a traditional uh gin and tonic to try to amplify whatever the actual spirit that we're sampling is everyone knows kind of what bacardi light tastes like yeah you you know what these things are you also know what you like and i know what i like i, I like something a little fruity but i love ginger ale and mm-hmm. i love the little little twist on it with the grape and mm-hmm. um honestly i oh let's think how would all right out of this cocktail i would rate out of one through five Szechuan peppers, peppercorns. Ooh. I would give it I would give it a 4.2. Really? I'm not going to lie, this cocktail came out of nowhere. So I, I'm going to say honestly that I think I would rate it a beautiful 4.261851. And we're, we're put rounding the, put the line over the it line. so that it's just 11111. One, 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 yeah. like. And of course and then we're going to round up and round down. Um, you know, the points doesn't matter. And uh, everything's you know, made everything's up. The made up. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. Is that another like improv joke? That we did? <laughs> no, right? Um, it's super good. And I think it's super fun to encourage people to like really experiment with the things they have in their house, with their fridge, with their food. Same thing. Just like what you, you know what you like. You don't have to be scared of having fun with things. What's the worst that can happen? You pour out 80, 40 cents of liquor that you, if something you didn't like, it doesn't hurt you to buy something, to try something, to experiment. This is how new things are found. And I'm glad we found this new thing. I think I'm going to have to show it to some friends and it might take a little convincing, but they'll eventually see that Szechuan has its place in fruity cocktails. Well, I'm just, you know, before we wrap up, I'm a little inspired actually. Inspired? Because I was... In the workshop is what I'm. We have a workshop. That's what I call it. I was workshopping something for some future episodes, which would be kind of cocktails. And I was looking for a particular flavor. I think a Szechuan infused clear liqueur would be absolutely very interesting. Ooh, I can see that. See, I've done several 
different kinds of liqueur infusions in my time. And a Szechuan one, I think, could be something completely... Like we had the Hendrix Lunar Mm -hmm. that had more of like a cracked black pepper flavor. This one, um, I I could see us doing some really inventive things either with pomegranate in the future. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. I can imagine the, the fresh black pepper ground with some peppercorns to kind of give a little bit more of an earthy spice, plus the numbing of the Szechuan's kind of with the, maybe a tequila cocktail. Oh, like rimmed. Oh, you know, I got that habanero tanteo. Oh, so uh, all right, just a teaser for our future behind the bars. Please, please come join us uh, for our was that in good taste episodes where we just kind of our our one coming up or our one that we just had where we're riffing. Uh, we got some really awesome episodes coming up in the future too with some really unique cocktails. I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah. And uh thanks for joining us behind the bar. My name is Chandler Phillips. Uh I'm James Beery. And by the way, can I just say it was nice to have you here, but uh we gotta clean. Oh uh, yeah, we gotta stack chairs and stuff. So you need to get out of here. when I went to Starbucks, we used to actually do this. We'd have like our girlfriends and stuff in the store. Before we closed, and then we closed, they would be in there for a little while, but you can't have them in there. Right. So we would make them stand in the corner off camera, right? You see the people, the listeners? That's them. You you can stay here. Just just like stand in the corner. Stand in the corner where they can't see you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Peace. Um, you don't got to stay here. But you got to go home. But you can't go home. You, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no consent. <laughs>